After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Chico Resch. You are listening to the Let's Go Devils podcast on the Primetime Radio Network. Happy Devils Friday. This is Devils After Dark. Coming to you live, live from the Primetime Radio Studios in beautiful New Jersey. Did you forget? Yeah, I forgot where I was. <laughs> I actually forgot where I was during this ungodly hour. Ah, the hell was it? Streaming live on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter Live, and Twitch on the Let's Go Devils Network. Scotty, I am mad. I know you are. And I I see. I am mad. I'm not settling for nine out of ten. I I, I think. That's I think your opinion. boy, the insane Pollock, agrees with what you were telling me just before we uh, said hello to everybody. Right, Sam Wu? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to go straight to it. All right? These refs suck. When somebody crashes into your the goaltender and you're like, oh, play on, play on. Let the, let the boys play. Yeah, it only happens with the Devils where Mackenzie Blackwood gets taken out. Taken out. Oh, reset. Take about 10 seconds to get off of him. Oh, you know, I, I knew the game was lost right there because that can dishevel a goaltender. I'm not making excuses, Scotty, but call mm-hmm. a penalty, jerks. <laughs> Just like that high sticking that uh, Brendan Smith had. Normally, I'd be like, oh, it's Brendan Smith. No, the guy dove. He put his head in, in, on the blade of his stick. The stick wasn't even high. The stick was like maybe what? Two feet off the ice? How is that a high stick? He, do, he dove. He face-checked Brendan Smith's stick. And they called it a penalty. Preach, Sam Wu. Preach. I sound like a Homer Devils fan right now, but go to the replay if you don't believe me. I'm still mad about it. I believe you. And I know we're going to hear more from Sam uh, in just a little bit here on the show. Welcome, everybody, to one of these uh, True Devils After Dark uh, episodes here exclusively on the Let's Go Devils Podcast Network. I'm Scotty, along with the uh, King of the Football Calls over there, uh, Mr. Sam Wu. And and hello to everybody who's tuning in late night 
or maybe it's early morning for you or who the hell knows what time maybe this is um this is good to who's our buddy over there in uh switzerland uh i can't remember now off the top of my head um Bajigaloop? no not bocce galoop right did we have someone else yeah i did forgot have... it i forgot his someone name. else was a mark i think it was uh, a mark maybe yeah i can't remember like yeah so who knows what time it is wherever wherever you are it's only uh 954 by me over here so um but yeah game number 45 here on the west coast end of the long road trip uh it's been about two weeks the boys have been out there uh big bastion back in the lineup that's really good news right there the bmw line uh reunited mackenzie blackwood in goal as uh many of us were suspecting hmm is it vancouver real close to seattle sam Wu? isn't vancouver looking to make some moves with some of their players prior to next season hmm what if there are any scouts in the stands over there? Uh, but Zetterlid, Holtz, and Ball all scratched. Nolan Foot, if you didn't hear the news, uh, got sent back down to the old AHL. So uh, this game really in the first period was the Mackenzie Blackwood show. He had a solid game just except for right there at the very, very end. Um, but he had a solid game, and this first period – was all basically uh, Blackwood. Um, we had a four-on-four play for a little bit. Bastion went to go throw a check, kind of got a knee-on-knee. Knee. Uh, then Wood gets high stick there. Uh, Boquist got a nice uh, partial break on that power play. Uh, put it to his forehand, made a nice little move, but he uh, you know, he couldn't put it home. Blackwood made another uh, couple big saves. Uh, Kraken, I remember one where the Kraken entered the zone. Oh, hey, Sam Wu. Just real quick, that's that was the only legitimate call that the refs made all night. Was that Nathan Bashan knee on knee? I just want to okay. put that out there. I, okay. I want to be Thank fair. You. All right, I want to yeah. be fair. Okay. And then okay. their performance just dropped off after afterwards. After that, yeah, very much so. Yes. Okay. Agreed. Agreed with the king of the football calls right there, Sam Wu. Uh, Blackwood. Yeah, I mean, I remember one where the cracking came into the zone. They kind of did like a little, sort of little drop pass. Uh, big shot there. Uh, Blackwood came up uh, huge. He had a big glove save right after that. I can't remember who it was on. Um, and then eventually, you know, friggin' Ryan Donato. Hey, old Donato over here. Uh, he had the game of his life with three points tonight, two goals and an assist. Uh, he gets the first one um, for the Seattle Kraken. And this was like a scorcher of a rocket. Uh, high near side over the glove uh tough one to put on blackwood over there that was just a nasty shot donato is ninth at 12 27 of the first uh one nothing cracking um again blackwood i think he made another save on donato was everywhere all tonight i think he made another big save on him uh when he moved in tight and i think he went on a re he went to his backhand and then there was a rebound there as well um blackwood was on his game there in the first period he looked he looked you know in the game and he was getting peppered with shots let me just take a glance here what, what's it yeah 15 15 cracking shots in the first period 14 saves and then there was another four on four at the end and uh, uh the cracking got a couple good chances and blackwood you know really held the fort there 
Um, going into second again, and going into second again, he's playing well. He's kicking rebounds out real far. He's playing with confidence. He's up at the top of the crease. I was liking what I saw from Mackenzie Blackwood. And then that damn Donato's got to come in there again. And another one of his super shots up near side over the glove. It was kind of like the same uh, spot again, but our boy uh, Ahoytuk went to go throw a hip check. And I think it was Donato just kind of skated right around it. It was a nice play. Uh, what can you say? Um, and he brought the puck in and, yeah, took that shot. I think it was like a two-on, if I'm remembering correctly. Was that an odd man or was it a two-on-two? Two? I can't remember. Uh, but either way, again, ripped it near side over the glove. Two-nothing Seattle Kraken. And, you know, let's face it, the Devils were, you know, they were playing a little bit like a, a team that's been on a two-week road trip and this is their last game uh, against you know, a, a, a more than decent team. You know, Seattle Kraken's a good team out there in the West with, well, now 58 points on the season. You know, Devils with 62. Trying to keep pace there with the old uh, Carolina Hurricanes, who won, but, you know, they beat the Rangers, so that's good. But Carolina also jumped up to 64 points. Either way, uh, the Devils were playing like it was the last game of a road trip. Um, although I will say Nico Heischer on uh, one of the power plays that they had Woo, they almost gave up a shorthanded opportunity. Um, and uh, Nico got back on that back check real quick to make sure that didn't happen. And after Donato, that's right, the Devils got on the board with Sam Wu's best friend, Damon Severson. Taking a little back pass from Jesper Bratt. Uh, who's coming into the zone there, and I think there was three cracking back. Brat kind of going forward, passes it back on his forehand uh, to Damon Severson, who's trailing behind him, and Brat and the three cracking players kind of act as a screen in front of Jones, and Damon Severson lets a wrister go, and bing, bang, boom, his fourth of the season right there. Devils back on the board, two to one, okay? Uh, Brat gets his 28th assist. Brendan Smith got an assist. On that one as well at 11.32 of the second period. But again, eh, Devils were getting outplayed. But as us Devils fans know, this team does have that ability to kind of just score, you know, at certain times when they, it seems like when they really, really want to. They just have the confidence to go out there and be like, all right, we're going we're gonna to score a goal now. Especially at the end of the game. And you start thinking about that. You know, this is halfway through. The second period wraps up and you're like, all right, well, if they keep it two to one and it's like that near the end of the game, we definitely got a chance to sneak another one out here on a team that's looking like, like we said, a team playing on the last game of their West Coast trip. You know? So going into the third period, oh, wouldn't you know it? It wasn't Sam Wu's best friend. It's everybody else's best friend out there. Eric Halla. We all know that Sam Wu decided to get the signed Eric Hollistick from his uh, season ticket agent. And since he has chosen that stick, he has chosen wisely, like Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade. He's not chosen poorly. He has chosen wisely, young Sam Wu. We know Eric Holla is now on a tear. True. He's now on a tear. True. Actually, it was a win-win situation. It was either Damon Severson, who has been playing well, in all uh -huh. fairness to Damon, 
or Ericala. I and I, Sam will win Ericala. Uh, yeah, I went with the with the stock uh, being at its lowest price. Um, well, it was a good move because you know what, Devils on the PK in the third period, and good work by our young up and coming stud Dawson Mercer who you see making these plays more often in all situations, not just five on five. You see him playing in the penalty kill situation. You see him playing in the six on five situation later in the game. I'm telling you, man, this kid reminds me of a young Adam Henrique. I really think he is going to be a valuable, valuable piece of this franchise for years and years to come. I, I just I just love the way he has come along so much in so little time. So Dawson Mercer on the PK makes a nice little chip pass up the boards to spring Eric Halla, who gets in all alone on Jones. He goes to his backhand, and he says, oh, thank you, Ryan Donato. You're not the only one who could do this over here, and roofs it past the goaltender for his fourth of the season, a shorthanded goal for Eric Halla. That's all right. I said that right. Eric Halla putting up some points in this past week or two. Dawson Mercer gets his 18th assist on the season at 6.04 of the third period. And now you're feeling pretty damn good. You're like, oh, okay, we're already tied up. Now we're just going to have a chance to win it. At the end of the period, but less than two minutes later, friggin' Donato again strikes back on the Devils. Um, Donato was able to find um, who is it? Tanev at the side of the net with just a brilliant pass. Um, Jasper Bratt. There was a defensive breakdown. Let's let's not forget that the Devils and even Dano said it on the broadcast. The Devils were very late getting back into the zone. Kind of hung Mackenzie Blackwood out to dry there a little bit. Uh, Jesper Bratt in, uh, you know, a final, you know, gentleman's effort over there comes sliding and diving in, trying to bla uh, block the cross-ice pass there uh, to Tanif. But, I mean, it's a wide-open net. Mackenzie Blackwood's got to play this side, and there's just no way he's going to get around uh, that quick. They slam it home to go back up 3-2, to two, and you're like, yeah, damn it to hell. But the Devils, because that was at, what, 751, the Devils stayed strong, okay? I should say Mackenzie Blackwood stayed strong. Um, again, Devils were playing a little, little tired today, but they got it to that end-of-the-game situation, you know, less than two minutes to go, where they can pull their goaltender. And you're thinking, wow, last game they did it with just like 10 seconds left. They got like a buck 48 here left on the clock and they're going to be a six on five situation. It's just like, I don't know about you, but I had like all the confidence in the world that this team was actually going to score and, and tie this bad boy up. I was just like, I was just like, we're going OT. We're going to OT. There's, there's just no way we're not going to OT right now. Like they're going to tie this bad boy up. And sure enough, they're working the puck around again. They were definitely putting it more uh, on net uh, in this game as compared to the uh, to the last one um, against the Sharks. But, man, they were just starting to pepper Jones there a little bit. 
Um, they the uh, the Kraken could not get the Devils out of the zone. They held it in there for so long. Eventually, sort of the same deal as the other day, uh, and as we've seen previously, I think in the Carolina game as well, where we thought Nico had scored, but it turned out it like deflected off the defenseman. I think that might have been the Carolina game, like the first one on the road trip. Uh, Jack Hughes eventually gets the puck. And the defense is gassed, and they can't get over, and he's got space to kind of skate it up in the wing into that face-off circle, and he lets the puck fly. And this time it doesn't deflect off a defenseman. Jones make the save, makes the save, but who's right there in the front of the net, providing screen, providing the traffic, providing that beef is the captain, Nico Heischer, who chips it past Jones for his 20 first of the season how in the holy hanuman did this guy not get voted to the all-star team his 21st of the season at 1846 of the third period devils tie it up once again late in the game six on five situation jack hughes gets the assist his 27th his 27th excuse me and palat gets his third of the season and then we know we go into OT, which is a lot of fun to watch. Three on three. Some good times over there. Make it 10 minutes. Forget the shootout. I like Connor McDavid's idea. Um, and we saw Jack and Nico kind of kind of talking to each other, you know, before the face-off, kind of maybe setting up some ideas for a play or something like that. And oh, they had one, and it almost connected. Well, it did, but the damn post got in the way. That that was the whole problem there is that the post got in the way. Uh, so it looked like they had a little set play of some cycling action going on. And eventually Jack Hughes gets the puck, and he's on that opposite wing now in the deep face-off circle. And you think he's going to take a shot, but he actually does like one of those shot, like a wrist shot pass across right to Nico. And he gets the deflection, but off the post. Damn it to hell. And it eventually turns back around to the Kraken right there. Goes the other way. And on the next rush, uh, uh, Burakovsky, you know, gets his 13th of the season. A puck that definitely looked like Jesper Brad had deflected it somewhat. And it was, you know, changed either speed or direction. And one that I think Mackenzie Blackwood would say, I I'd, I'd like another crack at that one, please. With the Kraken. No, no pun intended. I didn't even mean to do that. I'd like another shot at that one, please. Okay. Much better. Much better. Thank Much you. Better. Yeah. Can you can you pour me out that pint of uh, shot attempt one more time, please? Because I think I'll get it on the other 99 times. If this was 100, that'll be the one time that I missed that one. I really believe Jesper. I mean, you could hear it on the replay. We could hear it on the play as it was going. And then I noticed it on the very last replay I was listening. You could hear, like, uh, uh, when the shot was taken, Jesper Bratt's stick is like right there, and you could hear them hit. So that puck definitely it changed somehow or another. It fooled Mackenzie Blackwood. I am sure it's one that he would want back. But the Devils fall in OT. They get a point. Nine out of ten on this road trip. Nine out of ten ain't bad. And we all know what happened just beforehand. I kind of forgot. I almost glanced over it there. You know uh, what Sam was talking about. There was a goalie interference play just before, you know, all that shot happened. And Sam Wu was not happy about it. Um, 
I actually would like to uh, retract some statements earlier in the podcast. I looked at that replay five times. Uh huh. That re because the game is fast. Mm hmm. That was a judgment call by the refs or the linesmen. What happened was what when you see it live, it looked like it was almost intentional that he bowled into him. It almost looked like it. Mm-hmm. But what happened was his skate, his blade of his skate, and Jesper Bratt's blade of his skate touched uh, I think it was Bjorkstrand. It just barely nicked and caused him to trip and then bowl over uh Mackenzie Blackwood. So that's that's how he ended up in, in Mackenzie Blackwood's crease. Um again, I, I, I wanna be fair. I wanna be fair, but that's exactly what happened. I thought it was just like him being careless and just run into the goaltender. That certainly wasn't the case. It was actually McKen uh, I'm sorry, uh Jesper Bratt, he was in his stride when he was skating and I think mm-hmm. it was right skate was up, and then it just kind of, not even got tangled, but just barely nicked uh, Borkstrand's uh, other skate, and then he just like, because he's a weak skater, he just fell into McKinley Blackwood. I'm just kidding. Okay. That. So that's what actually happened about that, because I actually looked at it, because I couldn't believe, you know, it, it, it was a goalie interference. I think that's a judgment call at that point. But it was. It seemed like it was just a uh, kind of an accident between two skates, and because the puck was nowhere near. Okay. Him. But okay. I. But I do think that affected Mackenzie Blackwood. But that's what happens when you go hard to the net. Good things happen like that for the Kraken. So you know, I'm, I just want to be fair. And I will. I will say this, Sam. Will now yeah. they? I, I mean, I said it multiple times in the recap that they look tired tonight. It's the last game of this two-week road trip over here. You're in the different time zone. You know, you're like, man, this feels like 10 o'clock at night, but it's only 7 o'clock. What is going on here, you know? Um, So I totally get it. But, I I mean, was it just me? Or did it really seem just like the Devils were just, they're like, we know we don't have our A game today, but we're just going to stick around in this game and then wait till, like, the very end, and then, like, we'll just, like, turn up the gas full throttle and score like I, I like the Kraken are a good team this is not like some pushover team and I just had this feeling that this team had this confidence in themselves that they knew they didn't have it today but they knew if they kept it close they could probably sneak this one out you know and they're like just you know don't just just stay within striking distance you know and right at the end of the game, we'll make them pay. And I just had, I don't know, man, I like watching this game. Like, I, that's yeah. that's how I felt all game. I was just like, they, I bet you they just feel like they can go out there and score when they want to sometimes. I think Nick Villano alluded to this maybe about three or four weeks ago on the State of the Fan, that that run that the Devils went on in November mm-hmm. is unsustainable that kind of play is unsustainable for an entire 82-game season. You're going to break down quickly. And I don't know if it was the coaches, more of the coaches than the players, because it seemed like it was all strategic. 
where at certain times of the game, they were like on a blitz. They were on mm-hmm. a like skating blitz. But other parts of the game, it's almost, I wouldn't say conserving their energy, but it was more strategic. It's like, okay, you know, we'll neutralize, we'll neutralize, we'll neutralize. It, 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 it's because players start to break down. I mean, you know, what happened with Bastion and then Palat, you know, all that kind of stuff. There were several injuries along the way. Um, yeah, I, I guess I forgot to mention as well, Bastion didn't even play in the third period. No, no. So, you know, it's just, uh, it's interesting you say that because I was thinking the same thing. Um, you know, at the same, I, I don't think the, the Devils players are going like, ah, let's just mail it in or whatever. Uh, but I really do think that a lot of his strategy and the line combinations, uh, what Lindy Ruff was doing, he was changing it up, trying to shake it up a little bit. But all in all, I, I thought Mackenzie Blackwood had an outstanding game. I mean, there were so many point point blank shots. <coughs> yeah, I would say um, Blackwood played well, except for that last shot. <laughs> that was yeah. it. Uh, it was that last shot, really. I mean, that was the doozy right there. But overall, I mean, that first period, yeah, 15 shots on goal in that first period. You know, like the Devils have been starting a little slow in games recently, but this one was something, you know, it just it just looked like they didn't have it. And listen, that happens over the course of an 82-game season. Sometimes you just go out there and no passes work, nothing works. And like we said, they're at the end of a two-week you know, a road trip here where you're in the different time zones and your body's just ready to like readjust and stuff like that back to its regular way of being, you know, and it's like, what the hell? This feels like 10 o'clock at uh, 10 o'clock at night, but it's only seven and we're starting, you know, like it, it does start to get to you a little bit. Um, but it just it looked like they knew it. They're like, OK, we understand. We don't we don't have the A game tonight. You know, I don't think they're mailing it in, but they were like, like you said, they were playing smart through the game and they had so much confidence in themselves that they're like, if we just keep this to like a goal, we can totally pull the goalie at the end of this game and probably pop one in the net. Yeah. And and, and that's credit, what they went and did. And give credit to the Kraken. They brought the speed the entire game on their end for the most part. I know, you know? but we still like hung around this. And that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. Kraken are a good team. And it just looked like the Devils were like, they looked like that veteran team that knows how to win, you know? Well, that's that's like, the point. That's the point I was trying to make because if the Kraken weren't at full speed, the Devils could have easily beaten them at half speed. That's yeah, the yeah, that's the point I was yeah. trying to make. And yeah, the Kraken, oh, okay. yeah, right, the Kraken, yeah. their skill, their their uh, stick checking was impressive. I thought they were clogging lanes, passing lanes, and all that. They had to. If, in the end there, I had to make the Devils, you know, really work. I thought Pilat had a very, very good game today. He made some great plays, um, you know, throughout the game. Um, but he's slowly but surely getting back to real, you know, full speed. You see it that his, his timing is there now. Whereas in the first game he came back, it was, his timing was a little off. Yeah. No, I mean, they all looked, like we said, they all looked a little bit uh like they didn't have it tonight and that's you know the nature of the game at this point you know it's uh we're getting past the halfway point of the season and also like we said you know end of a long road trip so the guys are gonna get back home they're gonna have a day off they're gonna be able to sleep in their own beds 
get a nice practice in. And then you got a two o'clock in the afternoon game against the Pittsburgh Penguins who have been struggling lately. So it's very nice, you know, to get back home for these two. Then they go back out to who is it? Dallas and someone else. I can't remember. They end the week on a, a two on a back-to-back away. Um, is it St. Louis and Dallas? I can't remember. Uh, before the All-Star break. Then we get a week off. So it's good for them to get back into town, get a little rest up. Nine out of ten points on a road trip? Come on. It's better than the other way around. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'll take that any day of the week. They played very well through this. They fought their way through. It's tough. Good but good news. Mackenzie Blackwood played well. And Vanacek played well on this road trip. And I think that's the best news you can get going yeah. at the midway. A lot point. of things, man. Ahoytuk played well. He's been in the game. He's been in the, now, what, like six, seven straight games. Yep. Jack Hughes is still Jack Hughes. Jasper Bratt seems to have come out of his slump that he was in now, like full force, back to his usual self. Nico's Nico's back to scoring goals again. What do you have that like five games where he didn't have a goal? He was putting up like assists, but he never got. Now he's like every other game again. He's popping them into the net. You got your boys. We got our boys going pretty well. Like we just said, they were playing at like sort of like second gear tonight against a really good team, the Kraken. And they were able to just kind of like, okay, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. Okay, okay, we'll get it, we'll get it. We'll not make any any horrible, horrible mistakes. Okay, we can take advantage of this now. It's a minute left to go. Or, or a minute 48 left to go. All right, here we go. Turn it on. Six on five. Boom. In the net. They'll play him again at the Rock. So. Dude. Dude. Shows, it shows growth and maturity from our team as well. Yeah. So we got to get some updates on Big Bash, uh, see what's going on there. Because, uh, like we said, he didn't play like the entire third period. So I don't know if that was just easing him back in, resting. Did he tweak something? I didn't hear anything. Um, He's on a pitch count. He's on a pitch count. Was he on a pitch count? Okay. I have no idea. Okay. I, I, I'm guessing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, first game back like that. So I mean, on a um, tight game like that, you know, first game, you don't want him to pull a groin or you, you yeah. Know. So I'm um, fine with it. Well, we'll see. We'll check the updates and everything like that. But hopefully he'll be back in there uh, in Pittsburgh. And like we talked about, these 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 uh, roster spots are filling up. Now that Palat's back, now that Bastion back, uh, now you're going to have uh, John Marino probably back by the end of the month. So, you know, all those roster spots where you're seeing the Zetterlins, the Holtzes, uh, you know, uh, Ahoy Tuk right now, you know. They He's may be heading back. Ball, may, and that's that's all, that's what they back. have to do. That's what they have to do. Yeah. They have to give yeah. management a reason to not take them out of the lineup. You know, look at look at what look who our three scratches were today. Zetterlin, Holtz, and Kevin Ball. Yep. So Marino's gonna come back. And we hope we stay healthy, you know, for the rest of the season. You never know. But it's a good time for the team to be getting healthy. Having that BMW fourth line makes a difference as well. You can really, I think, like truly roll those four lines the way we did at the beginning of the season. So 
excited, excited for it. Can't wait for the Pittsburgh game on Sunday. Oh yeah, um, Scotty. We'll, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about the scheduling on 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 Sunday. Sunday. Sam Wu seems psyched at one in the morning or one twenty in the morning over there on the yeah. East Coast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll, yeah. Be, that'll be great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sunday, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell I you the schedule for that, right? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you the schedule. <laughs> so Sunday for uh, Game Day Live, I'll be live live at American Whiskey because it's been a while for uh, Game Day Live pregame. Uh, however, uh, Devils After Dark, I will actually be in the bunker. For okay. That. Yeah, because because okay. Hockey on Tap, uh, they're doing their podcast at Mullet Arena with Short Sky, so, right? So I, I actually the old mullet. So I actually have to be in the studio for that, and it's just not enough okay. turnaround time on that. So very nice. Sorry, very folks. Nice. Sorry, but uh, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, gotta do what you gotta do. Hey, before we get out of here, real quick, we should just do uh, you versus Wu score predictions. Um, because I know we're getting late into the early morning hours over here. So let's get to it. Brought to our brought to you by our good friend uh Dave Singer, super sexy swinging sounds, victorybucks.app, money or something. I can't I always forget what we uh what we call it at the end of the day. But um let's get to Woo you bucks. versus woo or score. No, no, victory victory bucks. bucks. Victory bucks. Victorybucks.app or something. Yeah. Uh let's get to you versus woo right now, our score predictions. Uh, let's have it from uh, our good friend Vinny Parisi, host of Game Day Live. See, this is why I was pissed about this game. He predicted 3-1 Devils. Ooh, okay. Well, he had the Devils score, right? So, yeah. good for Vinny. Okay, he gets an OTL. How about the king of the football calls himself, Sam Woo? I'd said 5-3 Devils. Oh, all right, well, you get the L. Sorry, Sam. I know! Boom, boom. That's why I was hoping the Devils would score so I could get that OTL. But you know what? That that uh, little miss that little mishap there in the end. But luckily, <laughs> luckily I went back to the replay and um, then I see because it just uh, because I thought it was kind of odd. Like oh, you could just like you know barrel into a goaltender. Uh huh. <laughs> like no, because I knew nobody hit him. It's like you barrel into the goaltender and you get away with it. I didn't realize it. But maybe that's the reason why. L, OTL for the Devils, but an L for Sam Wu. Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, thank you, everyone. I see some. Oh, I see Max over there. He I have had to four answer three. question. I have to answer question. Ted. Um, Ted Ted's asking, if, are you doing a broadcast this Friday and Saturday? Yeah, both days. We do. We'll, we'll report some Friday and Saturday. Don't there know what go. time, but that will happen. But probably the Woo report will be like right before the Giants game on Saturday, because there's no way I'm going to be doing a Woo report during the during the Giants game. Well, I'm excited, man. I'm oh. actually kind of somewhat believing that the Giants are going to win this game. I don't know. I don't know if that's just false hope. Yeah. I kind of feel like the Bengals are going to beat the Bills as well. Seeing how much trouble, I mean, the Bills let the Dolphins put like bunch of points over the bills bills almost lost last week to the damn dolphins yeah what are they gonna do with you know jamar chase uh, i'll tell you what t higgins and tyler boyd joe burrow man i don't know how they're gonna cover all them i'll tell you what the giants fans are actually gonna go to that game in philly um 
Oh, boy. Yeah, I would write a will before you go. Because <laughs> it's already bad enough for a regular season game if you've ever been to oh, a Giants. Man. Giants Eagles game down in the Lincoln, or even even at MetLife Stadium. I mean, and uh, Ted's you know got what? Bengals twenty eight twenty four and thirty one twenty eight Giants. Woo! Boy, that'll make for a fun. No, uh, you know what? I, I'm what's the name of the prediction. stadium? I don't Lincoln, remember Lincoln Financial Field. Oh, okay. I still want to call it Veterans Field because that was the old one down <laughs> yeah. there. Vet, vet, Veterans Stadium. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it right now. Fourth and goal. Five seconds left. Cry, Eagles, cry. And and Daniel Jones does a QB sneak to get the touchdown. Just watching it, watching those fourth and ones are just awesome. That's just like power, you know, power formation. You know, I mean, you talk about beefalytics in hockey. That's some yeah. beefalytics in football. It's like that fourth and one, and you're trying to. Or fourth and goal. I think, I think, I think you're right. If the Giants win, I think you'll be right. I think it'll be a really, really close game that comes down to like that final possession type of stuff, or you know, really second to last possession. You know, maybe uh, some defense on the field. I think if the Eagles like actually play like they played earlier in the year, that they'll just they'll pull away in the third quarter and they'll end up winning. Okay, I think like the first half will be tight, but then after that, but I don't know, man. I don't know which Eagles team is going to show up over here. Because they haven't had to like really play that hard for anything in so long, and like yeah. when they played us there, we weren't even playing any of our starters. Yeah. So, oh man, I, I love Brian Dayball. They, they man. All, I think they almost lost got to a, Davis a coach. Webb. <laughs> I know, dude. Like, oh, let me tell and you the something. Bills. I can't believe the Bills last week almost lost to the Dolphins. I'm like, yo, Joe Burrow is gonna go off. He knows I, how to play in the cold weather. Cincinnati's freezing. When I think about Dable and uh, Wink Martindale, you can't have football without fat guys. And those are the <laughs> two guys that it's just like these are football like men, you know. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's for the next edition of Football Prime. That's the next edition. <laughs> yeah. That What's has- you, all right. So, you know what? Because we because uh, we never do it. How about we have I'm, I, those are my picks for the playoffs. I'm going with Chiefs. Giants, Bengals, and um, the Niners. I'm really leading. Uh, you know, I'm really uncertain on the. You know, uh, oh uh, man, uh, I'm gonna the tell Giants you, and the Bengals ones, man. That, those you, picks are really hard. I think Dallas is gonna upset the 49ers. No way. Nah, they're not I, gonna beat San Fran. Don't don't underestimate Micah Parsons, Penn Stater. I think. Yeah, no, no, no. He'll be good. I, oh, you'll be you'll be uh, happy, right? Miles Sanders versus Saquon Barkley there in the Giants Eagles game. Miles, that's Sanders your Penn State is, boys. No, Sanders is dead to me for that game. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was Saquon's backup. Okay, that's, I know. that's how I that's how I look at things. You know, it's a, it's a Penn State reunion over there. Yeah, in the Giants Eagles game. Yeah, Sam will be happy. The Nittany Lion himself. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, but yeah, I, I don't know. I got the Niners over the Cowboys. I don't know. The Niners' defense is just diesel, and they have everybody back. Man, they got McCaffrey, Mitchell, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle. Like, you know, Purdy doesn't need to be like, you know. Don't forget, Tom Brady was a was a late 
I'm not saying that Purdy's going to be uh, Tom Brady, but we've seen, you know, quarterbacks who end up, you know, just getting it at the NFL level. You know, is he going to, I don't know. Everyone's waiting for that, like, Purdy, like, stinker to come out, you know? And it hasn't happened yet. But, like, with McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell, they can just hand the ball off all the time. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I just, I, I can't see Dallas. Dallas run game. Zeke so ain't what he used to be anymore, man. I don't know. But either way, um, I got the, I got the Niners over the Cowboys. Okay. All right. Ted saying the Giants are going to take over. Cornhole's got 40 to 13. Oh, boy. The O-line backs has got the O-line with the beef. Man. All right. Pollard, yeah, Max Pollard is, Pollard is good, but. You got that, I don't know, man. He's not he's not McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell combined. Like, I don't know. I, I give that I mean I give that edge, man. McCaffrey is just man, he is a he is a horse. He's a, as long as he doesn't get hurt. But I mean he's he's a dude that he's a game changer. He really is. And so is Debo. And so is Kittle. Like, and their defense is just they're got the number one defense in the league. And I know the Cowboys defense is pretty good too. So, you know, they don't get me wrong, but man, that Niners team, they are just stacked. Yeah. Oh, do I hear the music? Yeah, we're starting yeah. to ramble. Sorry, it's late. It's late. Um, we got to get out of here so Sam Wu can get some sleeps. Um, yep. Thank you to everyone on YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Twitter Live, and Twitch. Nine out of 10 points for your New Jersey Hockey Devils on this road trip. I, I'd say that's a, a successful one. Okay, good job, boys. Welcome back home. Can't wait to see you on Sunday uh, taking on Pittsburgh. Yep, dropping the podcast in about 20 minutes. Till next time, let's go Devils. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.